హలో ఫ్రెండ్స్ వెల్కమ్ టు ఫ్రెండ్లీ డోస్ న్యూ వీక్ విత్ న్యూ ఎపిసోడ్ లెట్ స్టార్ట్ అవర్ ఎపిసోడ్ టుడే ఆర్ ఫస్ట్ సెగ్మెంట్ నాలెజ్ టు యూ క్వశ్చన్ దిస్ వీక్ లెట్ మీ ఆస్క్ ఎ క్వశ్చన్ ఆన్ మినీ ఫ్యాషన్ హిస్టరీ హూ వేర్ హై హీల్స్ ఒరిజినలీ ఇన్వెంటెడ్ ఫర్ కీప్ గెస్సింగ్ దెర్ ఇస్ ఇంట్రెస్టింగ్ హిస్టరీ బిహైండ్ ఇట్ లెట్స్ డిస్కస్ ఎట్ ద ఎండ్ ఆఫ్ ద ఎపిసోడ్ లెట్స్ మూవ్ ఆన్ టు అవర్ స్టోరీ my sister came to me with some article on ambush marketing and asked me to explain our conversation started like this i asked do you want theoretical answer or practical answer on ambush marketing <laughs> my sister replied as usual explain me with practical example jd i thought for a while for good example as olympics paralympic season is going on so i thought i would pick related to it this story is about nike and adidas rivalry in london olympics 2012 first let me explain what is ambush marketing ambush marketing is a term used to describe a practice by which a rival company tries to associate its products with an event that already have official sponsors so in london olympics adidas spent 155 million dollars to be the official sponsor and no other brands can be associated so nike lost the bid to become official sponsor and nike don't have any options to follow and abide with sponsor rules then my sister 155 million dollars then what did nike did jerry i said yes there are more benefits to become official sponsor to the event like olympics because it will be watched worldwide and the brand will become more popular across the world that's why adidas spent that much as nike lost the bid nike went on thinking mode here are certain rules nike should follow in order to make its brand popular in olympics if at all it wants to nike can't shoot its ad in great britain london or use the britain london nike can't hire any known popular athletes in their ad nike can't make athletes use the jersey with their logo because adidas is already an official sponsor they should be wearing only adidas jersey Nike is set to test the limits of the Olympic rules on ambush marketing. Nike creative team came up with an ad find your greatness. Hmm. That's interesting, right? Yeah. Launching a global TV campaign featuring everyday athletes competing in places around the world named London. Then my sister, "Wait, JD, you said like Nike can't shoot its ad in London, right?" but how it featured that uh, nike's ad in london <laughs> then i said yeah nike didn't shoot its ad in britain london but it used all locations in world with name london to get over an arch rival adidas the locations for the tv ad include east london in south africa little london in jamaica london ohio in the us and health club called london gym so it made sure its ad that london is highlighted everywhere and it used everyday athletes who runs or who plays the games and it created an ad the idea is to simply inspire and energize everyday athletes everywhere and to celebrate their achievements participants and enjoy the thrill of achieving in sports at their own level and this campaign is clearly designed to cash in olympic favor and get on over an arch rival adidas 
which has paid tons of millions of pounds to the official London 2012 global sponsor. Adding to it, Nike had designed a footwear vault, bright yellow shoes, which can highlight on tracks and distributed to 400 athletes. So even the jerseys they wore is Adidas, the Nike shoes are highlighted over the tracks. My sister was listening to this story and she said, Wow, Jedi, looks like Nike didn't spend much but covered every aspect of the Olympics. I said, yes, here is the outcome. Due to this ambush marketing approach, if we take into account the social media metrics surrounding the Olympics, then we can see that Nike was far more successful than Adidas. Despite having the high ground as an official sponsor of the event, according to the real-time report, the breakdown of the results shows the following. Over 16,000 tweets associated to the world Nike with Olympics in comparison to the fewer than 9,300 for Adidas. Find Your Greatness ad earned over 7,000 more tweets than Adidas. Over the course of the games, Nike added twice as many Facebook fans as Adidas. And even like there is a survey happened and 70% of the people thought Nike is the official sponsor of the Olympics. <laughs> That's how even though it's not an official sponsor, Nike became more popular. Conclusion Ambush marketing does work if it is supported with research and creative zeal and excited with great attention. My sister said, Wow, Jiri, now I'm clear about the concept. Thank you very much. That's the story guys, moving on to our next segment, proverb of the episode. This is my all time favorite proverb, everyone close to me are aware about how much I love this proverb. The proverb is, effort is important, but knowing where to make an effort in your life and in relationship with others make all the difference. Let's take our above story, Nike can bid higher than Adidas and obtain the sponsorship in Olympics. But it went on to sharpen its creative skills and became more popular with its innovative approach. Even Apple's Steve Jobs mentioned he was inspired by Nike ads and he wanted to do the same for Apple's brand. The way to do that is not to talk about the speeds and feds, it's not to talk about MIPS and megahertz, it's not to talk about why we are better than Windows, Jobs said. Jobs went on in the talks to announce Apple's newest ad campaign which used the tagline Think Different and featured pictures of legendary thinkers like Albert Einstein, Martin Luther King and John Lennon. These ads didn't describe Apple computers, specifications or functions but instead gave a sense of the company's mission. That's our proverb of the episode. So. If one door closes, we'll have thousands of other doors open. We just need to think and be creative. Then definitely success will come to us. Moving on to our knowledge trivia question. Who were high heels originally invented for? The origin of high heels can be tracked back to 15th century Persia when soldiers wore them to help secure their feet in stirrups. Persian migrants brought these shoes strength to Europe where male aristocrats wore them to appear taller and more formidable. But now we know who is wearing the high heels. <laughs> That's our friendly dose for today, guys. 
If you like it, please do share with your friends. Hope life gives you all philosophy surprises and miracles. Signing off until next episode. Yours, JD.